My guest tonight burst onto the music scene with her song Don't Kill My Vibe a couple of years ago. She won Sound of 2018, played Glastonbury among other festivals, and this is just the beginning for Secrets. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Now, I'm really excited to speak to you today because November, December, you did your first headline tour. Yes. I want to know, how did it go? It was very exciting. A lot of touring, but it was so, so much fun. Very rewarding. It's always really good to see people face to face. It makes it very special. It makes everything feel real again because there's so much stuff happening and it's been crazy for these two years that sometimes it's so surreal that it's hard to take it all in that I love touring because it just makes everything a bit like, oh, I understand what's going on. And this is the third time you've spoken to us because I remember you came into Wave 105 when uh, you were releasing your first single. I remember that. An acoustic for us with um, (laughs) Andy, Andy Jackson. Yes. And that was right at the start. And here we are two years on. How have you changed as a person in those two years? Not a lot. Things are changing around me, but not me, I think. Do you still get nervous when you sort of go up on stage and perform or you're just a natural and you just pull it off and it's fine? (laughs) No, not really. I'm really comfortable on stage. I, I really enjoy my time up there. It's a sort of a, like, even though the the sound is really loud, it feels very quiet at the same time. It's like um, nothing is as important as just doing my job up there in that moment. And it feels really good. I love that feeling. And the new album is coming out on Friday, Sucker Punch, which of all your songs is my favourite. Oh, thank you. It's every pop anthem fan's dream, that song. It just <laughs> epitomises what pop is all about. Sucker Punch for me, or it's an unexpected like hit or blow. Of, I imagine it as like a hit to your stomach or something, like to your gut, and it's like, oh, God. But for me personally, I spent a bit of time figuring out what that meant to me personally because I had Sucker Punch as a title, just like I thought it was a cool idea. I had that in my notes on my phone for three months because I just found it on a Google search randomly. And then I was in a studio session together with uh, Emily Warren and Martin Schurle in Norway, and we started talking about what Sucker Punch could mean to me personally, like my what was going on in my life at that time. So I figured out that Sucker Punch was for me like the whole symbol of like having a crush on someone and like finding out that and and it's a bit unexpected but it's really fun just looking at the stats here you've had 570 million music streams is it that much it's that much wow yeah i mean how (laughs) how do you get your head around that good question sometimes it's just too surreal for me to wrap my head around it and sometimes i just lay in bed and think i'm really proud of myself no it is incredible And I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And I feel very privileged to be able to do this as a living. And this is my job. It's great. It's really, really cool. But it's it's mad. I don't know how to describe it, to be honest. Like, it's it's so far from what I thought I could do. I knew I had potential growing up, but I didn't think it would happen this quick. How are you finding the work-life balance? I'm, I'm really trying to have a balance on it. It's really important to me that you know, I love my I love my job and I want to work all the time and I get very easily bored if I have too much time off. But it's super, super important to me to have enough time off because I'm in this for the long run and I'm not planning on being tired 
and I need to keep my energy level up because when I'm working, it's very intense. So I make sure to go home to Norway as much as I can. And I definitely have, yeah, quite a bit of time off in between. because I think that's really, really important. That comes before everything else. And music runs in the family, doesn't it, I gather? <laughs> a bit, yeah. Like right now, there's like my my family does other things than, than music. And my parents are not, they've never been musicians, but it's a very music interested family. And my, uh, my brother and my sister are very musically talented. They're so, so supportive of what I do. They're the best. When you see them, do you pick up an instrument and have a little busk with them? <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, we do like to play together. We usually do that around Christmas time. It's very cosy. It's really nice to come home because, you know, that's how I remember why I do music, because it's just about the joy of being around a musical instrument and just listen to music or play it and just have fun with it. And that's what we do back home. It's really nice. And your inspirations, who do they include? You know, the people that you listen to that inspired where you are today, would you say? Oh, it's so hard to pick like a few. Honestly, I could go on for an hour if I'm going to like talk about all the artists that influenced me. But OK, Adele, Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, Robin, Ellie Goulding, probably Arctic Monkeys, who else? Nick Drake is influencing me right now. Okay. Radiohead, like I could go on for a while. <laughs> Ariana Grande. And that's covering lots of different genres as well. That's why I love the pop genre so much, because I think pop is such a broad genre and I have full creative freedom of what I do. So whenever I go into the studio, I love the thought of having no boundaries and mm. the only boundary I have is that I have a proper pop art like pop is my favorite genre so with that it comes like the thing of like I kind of look at music as a bit of an equation or something that needs to be solved that when I have an idea I need to put it into like a not a proper mathematical thing but like I'm definitely calculated when I write so I'll always drag it back into like some sort of a formula but I love those 10 20 percent of magic that you can't really foresee, you can't expect it in any way. It just happens. I really love that, yeah. I love the way you're describing that and you're describing how you put a song together because mm -hmm. often asking people, you know, how do you write a song, it's quite difficult to answer because it often is. it's a feeling, isn't it, more than, more than just the words. Exactly. And I think it's such a, well, not to sound too cheesy, but it's a bit of a, like a sacred place in a way, like the studio. Yeah. I like to keep it very tight and just have as few people as possible in the studio because I think that's where we get the real magic. And it's it's really important for me to be somewhere that feels quiet because I think then it's much easier to travel a bit more with the mind in a way. So you can like explore things that can either like be a bit more emotional because that's I think that's something that is really cool to bring out in songs. If I was to ask you, describe your new album in three words, <laughs> what three words would you use? Ooh, I would say eclectic, because I think all of the sounds are a bit, they're the same, but also a bit different. And leaning towards all these different genres that I'm listening to. Like there's one song that's actually inspired by Studio Ghibli, Japanese film company. Okay. Because I love the soundtrack of um, those films, animation films, like Birded Away and those films. They're incredible. It's like some of my favorite films. Yeah. And another word I would use is actually the title, Sucker Punch, because I think the whole album is kind of a sucker punch. It's like the type of music you need to listen to on full volume. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I like to make music that you kind of need to listen to. It's unapologetic in a way. It's in your face. Uh, and what about your third word? My third word, I guess, hmm, 
should go for honest. Yeah. Like, it is pretty honest. I'm a storyteller. So, of course, like, I'm not sharing my whole life here, but I'm sharing snippets of my life. It's all inspired by personal events, and I will never tell who my songs are about, but they all mean a lot to me. And I've co-written and co-arranged all of the songs, so they're very close to my heart. We are thoroughly looking forward to hearing your new album when it comes out on Friday. It is called Sucker Punch, and you are out on tour with George Ezra from this Thursday. Yes. And you're going to be in Brighton on Monday, I believe. Mm -hmm, That's correct. And then you're supporting Maroon 5 later in the year. And I bet you've got loads of other stuff planned as well. I also have my own tour in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of touring. And then we haven't even talked about the summer festivals. So, yeah, it's a busy year, but I'm super excited by all of it. And don't worry, I'll get in enough skiing and hiking and chilling in between. (laughs) We want you to find some relaxation time in between all that touring and playing and everything else. Sigrid, it's been an absolute pleasure having a chat to you tonight. We can't wait to hear the album on Friday. I wish you all the best with that. And do come back and see us soon, won't you? I would love to. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time.